Hey everybody, it's your occasional co-host Martha. The podcast is going on a brief holiday due to exciting yet time-consuming life changes in the PG family. While on holiday, Living My Breastless Life podcast will share the top four episodes of season one. We're excited to hear what your favorite episode re-release is. Gearing up for season two, coming to you in mid-May. Stay tuned. Head over to Instagram and follow According to HPG to stay connected to the show and let us know what topics you want to hear about. We'd love for you to download, follow, give us a rating and a review. This helps little indie podcasts stay visible and reach listeners. Thanks for all your support and go get your mammograms. Hey, it's HPG. This is the podcast, Living My Breastless Life, the show where we hear about my journey to heal while battling cancer, being a wife, a toddler mom. We're going to cover all things real life. We learn what it really means to heal no matter what we go through. In season one, you will hear some of my story along with episodes featuring my occasional co-host, Martha, and some badass guests. There will be humor, life hacks, tips and tricks, and further proof that truth can be stranger than fiction. On today's episode... We're going to be talking about the weekend after my mammogram and some events around um, life that were possibly foreshadowing. I have Martha, my occasional co-host. Hey. Hey. So, as you know, I almost didn't go to my mammogram. It was on a Friday afternoon. I was at work. I was busy. Friday in my field typically pretty hectic and it was at exactly 4.20 in the afternoon and in the city that we live in there's a lot of traffic so there was like a lot of like do I really want to go I'll cancel it I'll reschedule it it's not on the way home it is not on the way home worst timing yeah I definitely didn't think the timing through the appointment but I think that like it's a really interesting that like how we think like oh we're too busy to do this that's really important um but then like if you don't do it like if you thought you were busy before like you're really really busy if you delay delay it basically so I guess the moral of that is like you should not be too busy to go get a mammogram but I'm glad that I went and then that weekend, so we went, I went on a Friday, and that weekend, would you say it was like a random weekend, Martha, or like a normal weekend? It was pretty, it was summertime, the week before my 40th birthday, so like, I was getting excited about that, I guess, and we were planning a trip and stuff. Yeah. Um, so, uh, it wasn't exactly a slow one, you know? Yeah, I think what's interesting about that weekend is that I had my hair dyed bright pink professionally, and I had never had like that bold of a hair color before. I think I'd always like possibly like worried about what people might think, or is that like 
you know, if it's not blonde, Mm -hmm. I mean, what is life? I'm not a natural blonde. And I don't think I have been. So I don't know if I ever have been, actually. Maybe. I don't know. But, like, it seems like sometimes when I'm not blonde, I have such a strong reaction from people that I know. Yeah. Like, really strong. Like, you did what? Like, almost like I'd committed, like, a crime. I've definitely heard it. And, um, you know, you're a person who likes to change her hair. Mm-hmm. You know, you get bored, you get mad at a ducktail, and then you gotta go do a whole thing. But for a context, ducktail um, is when you grow your hair out, and it gets to that point in the back of your neck where it flips out, and you can't put it in a ponytail. You can't do anything with it, and it it really irritates irritates the back of your neck, and it's the awkward grow out phase of a short haircut. But I, I think your bright pink hair was like, you know, you had been for probably six, nine months, maybe that year, I guess six months, um, you had been really starting to say, forget those people that want me to be blonde or, you know, um, whatever goes along with that not just being blonde but you were kind of doing new things that you were interested in you know even though they weren't your normal Mm -hmm. and you had talked a lot about blue hair or maybe purple hair I feel like but you came home with some bright ass pink hair it was really bright (laughs) I have to say it was even for me it was like a person who loves change and self-expression it it was really bright pink also that day speaking of like going to the hairdresser we adopted a cat side unseen um yeah by we i mean me yeah and the we that is you and piper which means you <laughs> have been on a campaign for a cat. And yes. that's in quotation marks, air quotes, um, for quite a while. I'm not a cat person, but if Heather's going to have something, she's it's just going to show up one day, and this was the day that Charlie showed up. Yeah, I tried subtlety, but that didn't work. So, you know, I went and, went, I went and adopted him, came back, and I guess... You know, that's just, like, a random detail of the weekend. Like, new hair, new cat. Um, I didn't think about the mammogram very much at all. Um, We blew up a pool, put it in the front yard. Well, in in the the driveway. driveway. It's like a, um, you know, it's halfway fancy blow-up baby pool. Um, but we don't live in a baby pool in the driveway, you know, street side type of neighborhood. We live in, um, a townhouse and, you know, the frickin' HOA that'll get you for leaving your trash out too long and a backyard neighbor who is the dog poop, um, 
place. Oh, he really is. Yeah, big time. Um, we can talk about him <laughs> another time. He's yeah, a, that's a whole other whole thing. Episode. That might but, be a diagnosis or something. Yeah, no, I can't absolutely. Um, we're not we're not licensed to diagnose people, but somebody okay. can. I've got ideas. Anyway, you know. The, yeah, but our neighborhood's not fancy. That's what I don't understand. Like, it, it kind of goes along with, like, you have to look a certain way. Yeah. kind of goes along with the boo thing. Mm-hmm. The thing. You got to look a certain way. If you change that, then, like, you're putting yourself out there for some judgment. Kind of like living in a not-so-fancy house with this ridiculous HOA and all these rules. Yeah. Like, it's not fancy at all, but it's yeah. just uptight. Yeah, that's one way to put it. And there's just a lot of rules. So we were breaking the rules. We were rednecking the place up. Let's blow up in the driveway with our daughter. And it, the water was really cold. Also, random detail, it wasn't very comfortable, I guess, to my point. <laughs> and um, when we were sitting in the pool, I remember looking at you saying, like, what if we sold our house and lived in an RV? Mm-hmm. What did you think about that? Uh, I don't think I took it too seriously. Mm -hmm. Um, Although, in the meantime, I've thought a lot about us living in an RV. Um, I think it's interesting that you didn't take it serious from a lady with bright pink hair that just adopted a cat out of nowhere. But that's kind of like not... I would say that is far more common than me saying, like, let's willingly have instability. Yeah. In a car that we live in. Yeah, exactly. Like, you... uh, I don't know if you've brought it up on this podcast yet, but you're an Enneagram 6. I'm an indoor cat as well. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh... Hence, we were in the driveway in the blow-up pool. Yes. But where we live, we don't have a lot of community pools. But even if we did, I wouldn't go. So I think the RV, like, said, like, why don't we do this? It's just really abnormal Uh yeah well i know that we've never spent any time in a cabin let alone an rv or we've stayed in a cabin when well when we got married we did stay in a cabin but um i think you slept in a tent once once ever in my life and I was in college. I'll just leave that there. And I, I spent one night in a tent. I didn't like it. <laughs> it wasn't for me. <laughs> I can't live like that. So anyway, I I think I didn't take you very seriously on the RV thing. But looking back on it, it's like this change was in the air. That was mm-hmm. like something is going to be drastic, rightly different. Yeah. We talked about the RV in detail, if I remember correctly. And like if I could live with X amount of things mm-hmm. that would fit in the RV. Yeah. And it wasn't just like, you know what I think we should do? We had more conversation mm-hmm. again, is what I'm trying to say. I think we even, or I looked at stuff on Instagram about Yeah. I, I probably right. looked up like how to live in an RV. I know me. I'm pretty sure we might have watched some YouTube videos or something. But it really would be a lot of work. I think, though, it is foreshadowing that, like, change was coming. But I also think, like, when you're doing work on yourself individually, like, 
people can learn to think different or start thinking differently like even enneagram sixes like me or people who have done the same thing their whole life like we can change yeah but i'm not change oriented really so i i think the rv life conversation was especially with a kid too Mm -hmm. and just like selling our house but just i don't know i think too another thing we're not thinking of is uh just covid and you working from home uh it was also part of the like get me out of here Mm. i need some fresh air yeah um well go back or stay home yeah like some people might go to the creek to experience nature but let's just buy an rv just do that and i had just gotten a promotion at work and i like liked my job so it was just interesting maybe we're just dreaming yeah it's a good escape fantasy it's a far stretch i think i've slept in an rv once in my life on a lesbian campground <laughs> in the middle of nowhere and i i, rem- I know i did because i remember waking up thinking where where are my things like i wanted to find that sundrop and like my accoutrements <laughs> is that the word like my morning routine like mm-hmm. you weren't there but. no I, I no but i i think that uh i recognize that event from some pictures you used to want off facebook well, yeah that picture i don't know marvin the martian shirt and i walked out like i don't know what i thought was gonna happen in the morning when you woke up in an rv to live in campground like they were gonna serve me diet soda and coffee that didn't happen but anyway i really like convenience i think is the point and i'm i wish i was more spontaneous i think i'm Maybe a New Year's goal is to be more spontaneous. I think that's a really good idea. And now it's time for an ad break. Feel free to let us know what topics you'd like to see covered in future episodes. Get in touch by heading over to According to HPG on Instagram and be sure to tell your friends about the show. There was a time when I thought I could record, edit, and publish everything myself. Seeing as this left me very little time for anything else, I started to lose the standard of quality I was used to. Then I found Jay. In less than a day, the show went from so-so to amazing. Don't sacrifice quality for mediocrity. Check out the podcast mechanic and take your sound to the next level. Connect with Jay today at the Podcast Mechanic on Instagram. Let him know HPG sent you. And now, back to the show. I went to Walmart the other night. That was really spontaneous right. for me. There you go. And did more of that. Yeah, I, th- I think maybe the goal is like a little bit of spontaneity, not yeah. like we do this one day and then the next day we live in a yurt 
at the lesbian campground. Although there's a lot of value at lesbian campgrounds, and I think we should do that more often. I'm up for that and for occasional spontaneity. What would you've like lived across? You've lived overseas. Like you've, I've never lived out of the state. You're way more spontaneous. Yeah, I am. But I also have. It's been seven years of acculturization or whatever to... Uh, Did I indoctrinate you? Oh, babe, yeah. <laughs> you know, like... Oh, what a way... What, why did I pick that word? <laughs> but I conditioned you to a life of monotony. I wouldn't say that. It's not monotonous. <laughs> what do you think of some of the most, like, random things you've ever heard me say? I know I just put you on the spot. I have a couple. Um, I don't, I mean, this is not what you're asking for, but I remember when you said, if we had servants, I would never leave the house. (laughs) (laughs) But like, why do you think that's so funny? It's just so funny because you're, because I love to fantasize about winning the lottery and your lottery fantasies are, um, like, just buy a big-ass house and have Tori Amos play the piano. Me, for clarity, it's a cottage <laughs> Sorry. in England. <laughs> and Tori Amos <laughs> plays the piano while we eat brunch on Sunday. Uh, it, well, I, again, go big or stay home. Like, some, yeah. But it's like, settle down in a new place is the lottery dream you know what i mean not a cottage in england where Tori yes no that's what i'm saying settle down in the cottage and have that house be where we like cottage be where we then i might get my soda but you know like if Tori amos is playing so would i don't know servant is a nice word or whatever but like (laughs) if we had staff or no. whatever. No, and we don't have staff. Um, like, no. You're looking at it. And Tori Amos does not want to come and stay. I think she does. Piano, but, I'm going to hold I'm going to hold that. I think um, that famous people want to come play instruments. Yeah. Well, like, we'll have to eat cornflakes every day for breakfast. <laughs> well, she can sing cornflake girl. girl. That's appropriate. It's like, appropriate. no more oatmeal. Y'all are cornflake girls. Um... <laughs> So I think the point, like you're saying, like you fantasize about winning the lottery. Just like, um, where would you live? Where would I live? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. My current lottery fantasy is paying off debt, mm. finding sounds responsible. Yeah, finding a home for us that, like, in a place that is like probably by a lake Mm. um but then i would like to make like a organization that has vacation homes for people who can't fucking afford a vacation because who can anymore um people who you know are going through life and um need a minute to get away yeah yours sounds really sweet and mine sounds really shallow but I think like I would obviously like I mean I would have to play the lottery to win it right Mm -hmm. but in the fantastical thinking of having celebrities play music on Sunday I just want to note that we 
would help other I would help other people. Sure, yeah. No, I know. Part of that. And we probably wouldn't have money long. If I were this conversation that we're talking about mm-hmm. <clears throat> about our English cottage, I believe you said like you would have to put back a billion because I would spend it all. <laughs> and that's a hundred percent fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we might go broke pretty quick, but uh, to be debt-free is truly the dream. Mm-hmm. Um, and to, like, own our home outright and maybe replace the Versa uh, with a full-size vehicle. I'm still going to hold on to the English cottage dream just for the sake of dreaming. <laughs> or I could learn to play the piano and sing for y'all. Although I can't okay. sing, but, you know, just a thought. It's like a little bit more moderate thought. Yeah. Okay. But ever since that day after your mammogram, too, I have um, been doing a lot of lottery fantasizing about what kind of super fancy RV we could have. But I think we're, I might, we might be off topic, but if we had servants, you uh, would never yeah. leave the house. Is, is, that's just the most random thing. One of my said. favorites. Oh, one of your favorite things. Um, I don't know about the mess random. Hmm. We'll have to think about that and definitely put that um, on the list as an episode topic. So I think though, in the wrap up, it's like obviously go get your mammogram. Don't you're not too busy. Just go. And I can tell you from lived experience that it's just more convenient to go. Um, and I do think that like people that are working on themselves and like growing you do start to think a different way and then like the weight of other people's opinion mm-hmm. stops to fall off like no I'm not blonde and yes I had pink hair and like we blow up our pool and put it in the front yard you know like the we're not keeping up with the Jones mm-hmm. I still don't know who the Jones are but like we ain't doing it we're not keeping up with them and like you know just thinking and dreaming I think it's really important um, yeah, so yeah. I, I think too, like, you know, I know you talked about your motivation for getting your mammogram too, but like, um, another truth is that life had already got in the way of you scheduling your mammogram. You know, it'd been like a year and a couple of months since you had turned 40 and, mm-hmm. and fallen in the category, but like, um, I, I'm just really thankful that you got it when you did because um, it already took for freaking ever to get your treatment. So, mm-hmm. um, and there's that constant fear like that it's just growing, you know, mm-hmm. um, while you're in the holding pattern waiting to like for the diagnostics and the surgery date and people just get their crap together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a whole a whole lot of weight. So, like, just really glad you went on a Friday afternoon over to the doctor's office and got it done. And, um, you know, we're not worse off than... Yeah, and I think, too, like, about the mammogram, people have asked me, like, did you do monthly exams? And to be transparent... No, not consistently. I shouldn't admit that, but the, you should. Listeners, you should really do that. But mine could not be felt at all. 
even by the surgeons who did the biopsy, one said, like, I could cheat and tell you where it is because I can fill the track of the biopsy. Mm-hmm. And that's really scary. So, like, it further shows that, like, they do this for early detection for a reason. Yeah. You can't always feel it. It's, you know, and I had a pretty significant mass, as it turns out. So, mm-hmm. you can feel it. So, point is, go get your mammograms. If you want to live in an RV, it suggests researching it. And when you sleep in one, they don't serve you coffee or whatever when you wake up. And if you want to live in an English cottage and have staff, I think you should. And maybe listen to Martha a little bit about paying off that. Might be a little more reasonable. But um, yeah, well, thanks, babe. Thank you for listening to this episode of Living My Breastless Life. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please leave a review download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Go get your mammograms.